Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, you know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. Good Drop line. the mic. Good <laughs> line. You know, the more and more I listen to these, too, and when you isolate the audio, you can really get a feel for this. I, I think it's true. I know it's confirmation bias. I think DeSantis whooped him on this. I do. I, I was kind of surprised. I was talking to my brother last night before the debate began. He was on his way to go do something, and he said, so, he goes, don't bother watching. He goes, DeSantis is going to smoke Gavin Newsom. And huh. I went, excuse me? He goes, oh, he's so much more intelligent than Newsom. Newsom's an idiot. I said, that's because you don't like him. He goes, no, look at their education. He said, DeSantis puts him to shame. I said, oh, but Newsom's slick. Looks good. He's slick. Yep. He lies so well. I, I think he believes his lies. Probably. And the sad thing is a lot of other people do because they're going to look at this. You know, they'll have the, I don't know, whatever they call it, the overnight snap poll, whatever it is. They'll talk to the nation about this now. And they'll say, who do you think won? I, I st- Most people will say Gavin Newsom won this. I think they will. Oh, they might because because gonna, they simply they looked at a five they looked at a five second clip right and they said, well, he looks pretty good. Him, he looks presidential. Well, and especially if they play the whole part about the abortion issue, uh, and, and yeah. you know that's the clip they're going to take. Yep. So everyone's going to go, oh, Newsom destroyed him. And now you know that's going to be issue number one for yep. the Democrats. You're going to hear it from right now all the way through November. What is it? Early first week of November twenty four. I was I was kind of surprised though that Newsom dropped that line that. There's one thing for sure. Neither one of us is going to be the candidate for the presidency. I was like, whoa, because he, he was trashing DeSantis about his numbers against Trump. It was one of his one of his zingers. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. A zinger. Woo. See, it, it works for Newsom, though, because he's still doing that thing going, oh, I'm not running. I'm not. No, I don't. I, I don't know. But it's a dig at DeSantis because he's losing so badly to Trump. Right. So it and, works for him. Yeah. He can always come back and say, well, I didn't know at the time of the debate that I was going to run. Uh, that like, the Democrats, you know, I had to. Joe's too sick. I, I think this poll that they're talking about now that they'll take nationwide will be one of the determining factors as to when he announces. Probably will. Well, well when the Democrats stick him out. Yeah. You know, if they think Newsom won overall, if that's what it comes back, they're going to they're gonna up it. You watch. He'll, he'll announce in January. Well, after, you know, the holidays, I talked with my family. We had discussions with people in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. We think it's best that I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. And he'll play the hero. I didn't want to. Yeah. They forced me to. I just want to stay in my great state of California. Oh, I didn't want to. Mm. Right. Right. Mm. I mean, the definition of a of a oh, slick politician. He is, isn't he? He's just – He. I look at him. And thank God you give me the creeps. You really, you really do. You're just, you're just, you are. He is just the epitome of that slimy, slimy politician. Oh boy. But anyway.
does look good. He's a good looking man, though. Yeah. And, and that's going to play a lot. I know. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, uh, ceasefire's over. Well, that and lasted long, in huh? In the Middle East, Hamas did. Uh, they were fighting the whole time, by the way. And then the final determination was they threw a rocket at Israel, which was shot down. But the IDF said, okay, that's enough. And they hammered Hamas overnight. Yeah, uh, that was after Hamas had freed eight Israeli hostages, by the way. That was nice of them. But, uh, yeah, none of them were Americans. By the way, shortly before they bombed uh, Israel, they fired that rocket. Uh, Hamas also upped the ante. Instead of 10 hostages to release a day, they would release 10, but they want more Palestinian prisoners released. Not 30. They wanted like 40. Oh, okay. So I'm sure Netanyahu is like, sure, no problem. Whatever you want. Yeah, they're in a position to negotiate. Sure. A lot of leverage there. Right. They're not nice people, Hamas. Not at all. So hopefully uh, they'll be wiped out soon. I was watching a lot of these, too. I think it's smart. The IDF, the Israeli military, is very smart and how they release information because the world press will start to say they're indiscriminately just leveling Hamas thousands of people at a time. Israel said, no, we're not. They started showing news clips, uh, video clips from them of literally taking out not only floors, individual apartments in buildings. Isn't that amazing? Like surgically removing them. And they said, this isn't wiping out a whole area. We're taking out the bad guys. Unlike Hamas parachuting. Right. Uh, paratrooper style into a musical festival full of young people Jeez. and just indiscriminately shooting people left and right. Yeah, that's oh, a uh, situation. That, that's the difference between the Israeli Defense Forces and Hamas. Yep. Hmm. But we got better things to talk about. In fact, December 1st has arrived. Holy moly. We're Did here. Did you see what today? It's Happy National Christmas Lights Day, by That's the right. Way. So you should have your lights up, or it's a day you're supposed to put them up this weekend. And for everybody that's upset for people to put them up around, you know, Thanksgiving and around there, Halloween. listen, you no know more excuses <laughs> for you. It's December. Everybody can put them up. Finally, everybody on my street has joined the fray. Good. Yesterday, lights are up. I was oh, like, good. oh, good, 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 good. It's only 23 days, 16 hours, 49 minutes, and 44 seconds till Christmas. Oh, wow. Give or take a little. Okay. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. So the surveys are out. Yes. You open to receiving a used holiday gift? Okay. Like what kind Previously of Previously enjoyed? Gift? Like somebody's, you know, used microwave? You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 it depends. If, you know, you got a friend who needs appliances, sure, it works out well. But I'm not going to give it to them as a gift. I would just give it to them and say, here, you know, I know you need new appliances. Yeah, These are still really good, so why don't you take them? You know how it goes? Sometimes you're short on a gift idea, so you slap a bow on that puppy and... <laughs> Oh, people would you? Okay. You know what my theory is on gifts? Even if you don't like it, even if it's an awful gift, it's a gift. It's something you didn't have before. So true. You, you appreciate it. Yes. And apparently a lot of people do. 80, 82% of people are open to receiving used holiday gifts. Okay. So if it was my mom giving me a used gift, I'd say, yeah, fine. Because I know what her jewelry was like. And I'd be like, sure, you could wrap that up and give it to me. Well, that's right. That's an heirloom. You know, but no, it'd still be a gift. She gave it to me, right? That's like... Uh, yeah, I'll take your used gift. You want to give me a 1959 Les Paul guitar worth about $30,000? Yeah, I'll take it off yeah, your hands. Or that, or that Steinway sitting in your living room that you yeah. don't use anymore. Sure, I'll yeah. take it. No, that's used. I'll take it. But what are they talking about? Like, what kind of used gifts? All kinds. Anything. Anything around there. Although, you know how I feel about not used clothes, that's ghost clothes. Uh, that's the one thing. No, I you're going to be dead. Those are ghost clothes. If I – okay, so say my, my, my brother had a bunch of clothes and he, he wasn't wearing them anymore and you were the same size. And I'd say, here, he's still alive. Are those ghost clothes? Would you not wear those either? Yeah, it freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know where those have been. You're so odd. <laughs> I know. So uh, you never no, go People to... are giving media, you know, vinyl records. Oh, so that's cool, though. Video games. There's your jewelry. Ornaments. Video games. Arts and crafts. They're okay with it. People will take anything. I don't know. How about if somebody <laughs> gave you one of these? Would you look at that? What is this? It? It's a leg. What is it? Oh, well, it's, it's, it's a leg, you know, like in a statue. Statue? Yeah, statue. The leg lamp. The leg lamp was the ugliest thing in the world. I actually have, <laughs> believe it or not, one. I have two Christmas story leg lamps people have given me. They're really? thin. I love them. Do you put them up every year? Well, I got them upstairs. Okay. What do you mean put them up? They're there. They're up. <laughs> it's a major award. It's a leg lamp. It's a leg lamp. Okay. <laughs> We've got more on Whatever. your uh, got more on your National Christmas Lights Day coming up because it is December first. This, this is when you're supposed to have them done. We'll talk yes. about that. Okay. And more low lights from the DeSantis Gavin Newsom debate. There's some good lines in there, I guess. Yeah, and he trapped a few. Yeah, that more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I think the takeaway line from that DeSantis Newsom debate it wasn't a pleasant one, but this is the one people are talking about. It's known as the Ron DeSantis oh. poop map. <laughs> That's right. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost Ew. the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life. Ew. Yeah, the poop map was one of the biggest takeaways. Now, and and <laughs> you got to give DeSantis's team credit because almost instantaneously, as he was talking about that on his website for the presidency, his campaign contributions for thirty five dollars, they have poop socks that you have to wear if you go to visit San Francisco. That's pretty smart. I, like, I mean, that's like are they, are they late this late in the game and they have no chance of winning? Are they finally getting smart about campaigning? Yes, it could be. You know, I, I I still don't understand why he's running. He just needed to sit out and just wait till twenty eight. And I know, and we've talked about it ad nauseum. No slicker politician than Gavin Newsom. I don't care who you are. You come out with a poop map at a debate stage across from you. There's no coming back from that. I it's was, indefensible. You can't. That's no. a city. That's your city. It was disgusting. And what's even worse is this is the city you were mayor of. Right. So not only did you run your city into the ground and now it has its own poop map, which is yeah. disgusting. Uh, but uh, then you ran the state into the ground. And, 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 and DeSantis said that. He said you took the template from San Francisco to run California into the ground. Now you want to take that to run the nation into the ground. Ain't going to happen. Newsom was trying to deflect the whole, you know, California was actually the lockdown state. It, it wasn't working for him. Out of California and going to red I mean, state, you mean, blue state. Well, hold on. You, you mean the, the, the last two years, more Floridians going to California than Californians going to Florida? No, I, I put <laughs> up on, I put that's up on just, the By the way, that's going to be fun to fact check. So we'll just start right there. California has no peers. Uh, California dominates. Why would you even bring it? It is a fact. They lost close to a million people. After yeah, they COVID. almost lost a, a representative, actually. Right. Right. So it, it's it, yeah, it was not a good thing to say, Gavin Newsom, because he's probably figuring no one's going to fact check him. Somebody will. I mean, some news agency will, but not the average American. Man. But he he lies. But the thing is, he lies so well. Right. It's believable. Right. And and he's so polished. And let's face it, he's a good-looking man. He dresses well because he's worth multi-millions of dollars, so he's got all custom-made suits. He looks great. 
uh, he's he was well represented. So if you know nothing about Gavin Newsom and you turned that on last night, you're thinking, well, this guy's pretty slick. I like him. I wouldn't let me put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if they get those polls out today, those national polls, whatever, and they they, they pretty much poll everybody, a couple of thousand people. If most people said he won that last night, yeah. even though when you listen to it, he didn't. No. But it looked like he did. Yeah. It's uh, it's just because of how slick he is. Yep. He is a seasoned politician. It's how he won Ex- governor of California. Explains his whole career. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Other news. Well, this was quite an event. Delivery of Tesla's Cybertruck is underway. They're, com- they're coming to a, a parking spot near you. An invitation-only event at the Texas Manufacturing Plant in Austin. They raised the price already, by the way. Cheapest model of the Cybertruck, sixty-one grand. <laughs> For a truck that – does it haul anything? Uh, I mean, can you I, – I know nothing about this truck other than I think it's hideous looking. I'm sorry if you have one and you, you spend all that money. It's very different looking. It's, it, it looks like a Mad Max vehicle to me. I have not seen the outline. I've seen one live in the wild right next to one, but I haven't seen the inside of it. I don't can know what you haul? Can you pull? I'm sure can you, you can. You can? Okay. Hey guys. Hi, Diener. Diener <laughs> just, he just bought one. Did you, were you at Austin yesterday? We didn't know about Yeah, it's on the way. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got two actually. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Sure. I can barely afford a stick of gum. Um, so, <laughs> but you're asking, can it haul anything? I didn't know either until I saw this video that Elon put out. Yes, he did a big promotional, like press, not a press conference, but a presentation. He loves it. Yesterday. He loves it. He's very happy with it. They showed a video of this thing beating a Porsche in a, like a drag race. And while it was hauling another Porsche. <laughs> really? And from, from wire to wire, I think it was quarter mile. They did a quarter mile That's just awesome. well, straight away. It's electric. Any electric vehicle is well, going to be anything answer. off the line. It can haul. <laughs> yeah, but it can haul a Porsche. But can it haul, you know, a, 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 an excavator a or, or, you know, a horse trailer with Doesn't six matter. horses in it? Doesn't it can haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> It can it can stop you from getting shot if it hits the body because it's it's what bulletproof yeah so or arrowproof you know, as Joe Rogan said if you're getting you know you're going home to the great north where you live mm-hmm. where you just got cable and phones <laughs> and you get shot by arrows on the way home you're safe you never know can't wait <laughs> I no I'm sorry it, it does nothing for me. But I, I guess it was a select few of people, and they had to be – I put it this way. There was somebody over my house yesterday that knew somebody who got one, and the guy that got one is worth millions, and he's from Texas. So he put money up like four years ago for this car. Oh. So so that's why they – so they went up sixty grand. you are not going to be able to get that $61,000 car to what, 2025, that truck. And then after that, once those get delivered, how, how much more are these things going to be? A you lot. Know, with every delivery, the price goes up. So the high, the highest rated model, the top of the line is called the Cyber Beast. Oh, okay. What's just, that do? Just <laughs> under hundred grand. Oh, it's a lot of money. Uh, uh, is it that much more than regular trucks, though? No. You've seen like a Silverado or? Yeah. You uh, get an F-250, F-350. Oh, they're, those are a lot of money. A lot of money. They're not 100000 yeah. but still they're up there. Oh, no, I think they're over. Are they? Oh, yeah. Uh, Really? Uh-huh. Well, I guess with every the every feature, huh? Well. Yeah, you know what? You, you get a you get an F two fifty. Oh, it's eighty thousand dollars, and you get it, and it's got crank windows, no AC. You're like, what the you hell? Know. Oh, you want a steering wheel, do <laughs> yeah. you? You want brakes? So oh. that's an extra ten grand. Wow. <laughs> so. I don't know. They're gonna be they're gonna be around for quite some time. Uh, this was a crazy story, though. We'll have this in rapid fire. There was actually a cyber truck threat that was thwarted, but the cops knew about it for a long time. Guess what? A floor dope. Went to Austin to try to break up the event. No, really? But they caught him right away. Oh, he was good. Like, obvious, but he actually made the trip to Austin. 
That's that's incredible. We've got details on that coming up, as well as some other stuff in Rapid Fire, which we'll also tell you about that National Christmas Lights Day, too. Oh. And uh, that's coming up next. Just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Sending you off into the holiday weekend wild with some info. Jen, what's up? All right, I'm going all fluff, but this is a hypothermical, as we call it. Yes. You're nestled in your seat on an airplane and you're flying to, I don't know, you're going to New York, you're going to Boston, you know, California, wherever you're going. And all of a sudden, the flight attendant comes on and says, ladies and gentlemen, we have an issue. Both our pilot and co-pilot have passed out. They're incapacitated. Oh, Oh my God. Anybody on this plane who could possibly land it with the help of air traffic controllers? How many of you would stand up and say, I could do this? No, not a chance. According to no, no. (laughs) According to a new survey, 53% of Americans said they could do it. I'm like, yeah, shit. Sure, yeah. you could. This is the same percentage of people. Remember you had that story of the amount of people who thought they could fight a bear and win? <laughs> yes. Remember that? that? Yes. No. You're way Come too on. overconfident. You could not land a plane. No. The, the, uh, the confidence level, by the way, goes up just a little bit more among men. Well, so that's you us. Think, yeah, you think that... Uh, but a third of Amer- Americans thought they could safely land a commercial airliner. You cannot. Damn no. right I could land a plane and fight a foot bear when we land. That's right. You know, it's a big difference time. between that and it's a little Cessna that, you know, right. somebody can say. Remember the one that landed here, the pilot yes. had the heart attack and, yeah. and they talked the guy down. Uh, but even then, he said it was crazy. You, I, I mean, I, that's difficult to do. The, the part that gets me, though, is with help of air traffic control, like, would they literally talk you step by step? Like, yeah. like I mean, this is what I would need. Take your right hand, push that button, and put this lever up to 30. You know, that's what I would need. That's what you would need, but at the same time, you got to keep the plane stable. So, you know, you got the runners no, with your I, feet, you know. I, I couldn't do that. I've, I've been in one of those air simulators, and like they, they like a, it was a 767 right. simulator. I mean, I crash landed everywhere. I, did I, that I too. crashed through buildings. I, was, I couldn't get it off the ground. I, I couldn't either. I did yeah. one too. At, what was that thing at PBI, flight safety, yeah. whatever one of those? And it was a helicopter I was trying to fly, and I crashed it into Tokyo. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Did Godzilla get you? I, no, I, just me. It was bad. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Yeah, so anyway, don't think you could do it. No, but no. they say the odds are the average passenger could not. Hmm. So enjoy those pilots and co-pilots. <laughs> Crazy. Well, listen to this. So we had the big event. We were talking about it. It was the big, uh, and Elon Musk was very happy about it. Everything went well. Delivery of Tesla's Cybertruck underway. The big invitation-only event at the Texas manufacturing plant in Austin. Right. Big unveil, big, you know, worldwide thing. Get this. There was a Cybertruck threat. Huh? And, of course, there's a Florida guy related to oh, it. Oh, dear. Florida man in custody and accused of threatening to carry out a a bad thing at the Tesla factory in Austin for the event. But they had known about him. He had, like, they knew he was coming. But he actually got out of Florida and got to Texas when they arrested him. 29-year-old Paul Overeem of Orlando charged with making a terroristic threat or threatened to, well, I'm not going to talk about what he threatened to do. Uh, notified 
three weeks ago, Tesla was, about the threats. He was arrested Tuesday morning as he arrived from Austin, to Austin from Florida. Is there a reason he does not like the truck? Does he not like Elon Musk? Does he not like electric? I mean, what does he not like? Maybe just a lunatic. I don't know. But they knew about him, had him flagged, had him pegged, and arrested him right away as soon as he... But he made it out of the state. Well, they probably waiting for him to cross state lines because then it's a federal offense. Yep. Then you can really throw the book at him. So I think he's going away for a long time. That lunatic... That's scary, like an absolute huh? loon. Oh, like, craziness. Oh, these people. Um, this is this story is just it kind of annoyed me. I know you guys say, Oh, you're just doing good to the dolphins. But it's 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 more <laughs> about how stupid the NFL is with their rules. So this No, kid, it's about the dolphins. It's about the dolphins. <laughs> we know them. Don't sh- come I, on. I tried to preface just it, suck but it up. Work. I didn't admit it. I tried. So this kid, you remember it was like back in week six, you probably saw the clip somewhere on social media or on ESPN. Tyreek Hill did a backflip after yeah. scoring a touchdown. He grabbed the one of the side guy on the sideline. It was like a college kid. He was holding an iPhone. Tyreek Hill grabbed the cell phone and put it in selfie mode and did a video of himself doing a backflip. Right. That was right. a touchdown celebration. Why did that why was the kid on the sideline there though? It's a great question. So here's what happened. Aha. Uh-huh. This kid actually is friends with Tyreek Hill. Okay. So okay. he became like this social media expert for the NFL. They hired him. To do like different social media things, get clips during games and things oh, that like that. Oh, nice. Okay. And so he lives down here. They said, "All right, you can work for the Dolphins." He's like, "This is amazing. It's my dream job. I'm out of college. I'm working for the Dolphins, doing social media on the field." So Tyree Kill knows the guy. He pulls that phone from him, does the celebration, and the NFL says. You're suspended the entire <laughs> season because you took part in the celebration. The kid, not Tyreek. The Hill. kid. And he's like, I didn't even know he was going to do that. I was just standing there filming him, doing what you hired me to do. And he grabs my phone. Right. Oh, and it's, and by the way, it is the, you're like star of your team. Exactly. So I'm supposed to stop the star of the team from taking myself. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> so now, so it's kind of going viral is the reason why I wanted to bring it up because this kid put out a video on TikTok kind of explaining the whole thing and how the NFL suspended him, but he was grateful for the opportunity to do his dream job. He hopes he gets to come back. So now everyone's like, NFL, what are you doing? Like, they're so I mean, stupid. So You're exactly dumb. right. Clearly, should, they shouldn't have uh, suspended the kid. They should have suspended Tyreek Hill. Yeah. At least four or five for, games. For the remainder of his contract. <laughs> oh, <God>. And <laughs> yes. uh, find him $5 million. And then oh, the Lord. Patriots would lose five. That's you know, Somehow the Patriots lost a draft. <laughs> <laughs> somehow. I don't know how. Somehow, some way. <laughs> Good so Lord. is the kid going to get his job back? Hopefully, but the good part is kind of like, I guess, a feel-good ending as much as you can have is that Tyreek is paying his uh, salary for being How much does Tyreek make a year? Oh, Do we know? Millions? Multi-million. He's one of the highest-paid okay. receivers in the league. So Okay. Good. He it, can afford the, it then. They yes. call it the no-fun league for a reason. They're just ridiculous. That's so silly. Because we can't have this in the future, you know? Self-righteous. Well, good like, for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, at least he's paying him. And good for Kelly Clarkson. And it's been everywhere lately. Oh, yeah. She's on a winning streak. She's won another one with her ex, Brandon Blackstock. The labor commissioner has ruled that Brandon overcharged Kelly Clarkson by millions when he represented her as her manager. Oh, that's ugly. According to legal documents, the California Labor Commissioner ruled that Brandon crossed the line as a manager when he booked gigs for Kelly Clarkson. Deals on The Voice, Norwegian Cruise Lines, Wayfair, and is host of the Billboard Music Awards. Only agents, not managers, can book the client. And only agents can get the percentage. Wow. He had to pay her more than $2.6 million Ouch. in money that he fleeced off of her because he booked her 
as a manager. She got him. She got him. Good for her. I wonder why she was so happy at the tree lighting Rockefeller Center. Well, you know, that's a big win for her because she's probably. Yeah, well, she (laughs) looks skinnier too. I think it's Ozempic. Mm. I'm just saying. (laughs) She looks good. Looks good. All right. Good for her. She's a national treasure. She's going to be around for a while too. Yeah, she's good. She's young. I like her. Well, this is also December 1st. It's National Christmas Lights Day. So we all have our Christmas lights up? Uh, in here we do. I'm like halfway so. done. Halfway? Yeah. What the hell? What are you doing? You had a couple of boxes. I waited for a National <laughs> Christmas Lights Day. I'm going to finish you today. Not. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> you're just lazy. Yeah, it's a Get special there, day. Trying. <laughs> if you've never heard of this, don't feel bad. It's kind of new. It's since the 2000s to honor the time of the year we put up Christmas lights. Okay, oh. so like today's the day you start or you should be done by today? Does uh, it say? Don't be Diener. Don't, okay. don't, Put them up don't. and finish. Okay. <laughs> they, um, they put it up to Christmas lights are beautiful and they bring people together, says the National Christmas Lights Foundation, How which you wants like you to buy more and more and more. You know what I'm seeing more this year? By the way, for the last 10 years, it's been the big push for LED lights, right? right. They're bright. That's the thing. I'm seeing more people go with the old traditional uh, incandescent lights, the old style ones that kind of get hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are not, yeah, they're, they're not any good. But they're cheap to buy now because everything right. is LED, so you can find them in deep discounts. Or you get those little fairy lights, they're called. They're little tiny LED lights. Oh, yeah, I see those. And I just put them on, we just put them on Nora's tree and they're yeah. little battery operated. They are so bright. They're brighter than the other yeah, Christmas they are. lights. I want to get you, those. you got to go with the cool white ones, though, the, the warmer light if you go with LED because it's they are yeah, kind of like. They're bright. Yeah. It's almost a little too much. Yeah, shock to your eyes. There is a, <laughs> we call it the Vegas house. There's a house in my development. They had Christmas lights up. Had to be November 10th. Oh, wow. This thing is, this is the most amount of lights. I'll take a picture of it for you. And they, every one of them flashes. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. It's like, they're on the other, they're about a half a mile away from me, and I can see it. <laughs> can you imagine like in living my next door to that? Oh, it's insane. It's like a lighthouse. Okay. Oh, it's okay. insane. I, let let oh me just gosh. ask a really stupid question. You have a house like that. You look at all these TV shows that have to put up all these warnings about flashing lights because they trigger. Oh, like seizures. Yes, yeah, seizures and stuff. So if somebody walking by one of these houses that's crazy has a seizure, do you have the right to sue the person with the crazy Christmas imagine? lights? I say yes. <laughs> it's a good episode of like Kirby Enthusiasm or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? Oh, the good. lights. <laughs> Larry ah! David should do that. Or you move in in the summer, you didn't know this was coming across the the street from right. you. Ah! <laughs> Gosh, that would happen horrible. to me. So real quick, guys, I'll finish off with this. Something to look forward to next year. Oh. You guys get Subway a lot here and there? Subway, yeah, yeah. every now and then. It's been a while. Well, maybe this will bring you back. They are adding a foot-long cookie to their menu in early 2024. As a matter of fact, did you see where they tested it? Oh. Miami. Is that right? Yeah, they're doing oh. it right now. What's the shape of it? It, it looks like a like sub, a tube? actually. Yeah, it's, it's like a sub-shape. It's a foot-long chocolate chip cookie. <gasps> it's got my name written all they over it. They do make good cookies. <laughs> they there. do. I, I, they, yeah. yeah. When I did go there, I remember the cookies. So so that that might be a hit. That actually sounds are, amazing. Are they still being accused of having fake bread? You remember yeah, that lawsuit oh, that well, went on forever? Bread and, and fake tuna. It's and not really tuna. tuna. Yeah, yes. it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's dog meat or something. I don't know what they were saying it was. That, that lawsuit went on forever. I think years. It, it's, it's so ridiculous. I love their tuna. I get tuna sandwich. If I get a sandwich from them, it's usually tuna. Well, or the Chipotle chicken ooh, thingy. That's the, really good. The cookies are real, damn it. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I care about. I like it when you get them, you happen to hit the store and they just came out of the oven. Yeah. Oh, God. Gooey, gooey. 
This is stuff I should not be eating, but I do. <laughs> now we're all hungry. Thanks, Thank Jim. Mm-hmm. Well, not my fault. He started the story. <laughs> it's the it's whole community. Blame him. <laughs> no, you were talking about cookie smells. And... <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, a couple more lines from uh, DeSantis versus Newsom from last night. We'll talk about that as well as it is literally the end of the road for a legendary rock band this weekend. It's it. It's over. Done. They're dead? Dun- no, not dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you who. That and more coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. He's the first governor to ever lose population. They actually, at one point, ran out of U-Hauls in the state of California because so many people were leaving. That was another one. That was another good line from DeSantis. I mean, Newsom had some zingers in there. I mean, this was, you know, he gets he can get away with this because he hasn't declared But there's yet. one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. A zinger! Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe Newsom's looking at 2028. Well... I'm just so. saying. I think he can get away with that line now because he hasn't he hasn't announced. And, you know what and, I mean? He can always come back later next summer and say, I didn't know at the time, but out of the goodness of my heart, I'm going to come in and fill in for Joe, and I, I'm going to be the nominee. See, my, my, my take has always been if he did well last night, once the litmus test comes out and, and they find out that you know half of the nation believes or three-quarters of the nation believes Gavin Newsom won last night's debate, which I don't agree with, but right. say that's the case. Right. He'll announce in January. He could. If not, do they have a second debate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Do you think? Sure. Because it's good. It's, it's, the end result is it's good for both of them. It puts them more on a, on a national stage. So true. And it's about the few. These two parties want those two forever. See, I want to see Trump take on Gavin Newsom. Oh, it'd be fantastic. And destroy him. I know. Because then he can go on you know, exactly what he did in his administration. It's so funny, though. Newsom last night, a couple of different times, brought up Trump to attack DeSantis. How do you like that? Yeah, because he said all the COVID stuff, the, the, right. the, the fake nonsense he was, he was spewing last night. Well, that came from Trump. He was the one who outed you there. I was like, okay. That's not me saying it's Trump. Yeah, I was like, okay. He tried to say, oh, we cl-. remember. I can remember. He said, he, Gavin Newsom last night said, you shut down the be- the beaches. You had check-in points. And I'm like, the first, the minute he said that, I went, all I could think about was that stupid Grim Re- Reaper guy, oh, all God, bent out of shape because the beaches were open. Hated that guy. Remember? Yep. And he was showing up at beaches all across. I mean, yep. I think he started here. He ended up in Jacksonville. He went to Daytona. He was everywhere. <laughs> a stupid idiot. Whatever happened to him, by the way? Did you I, ever I can, find out who I, he was? I, no. Well, I, I wish we could. I couldn't believe it. No. And look how stupid that looks now. <laughs> so here were people on their own blankets in the beach trying to get vitamin D. Which was good for you, by the way. And he's trying to tell them they're all going to die. Yeah. Sitting there. Idiot. And he'd stand by you at your blanket and oh, just stare at you. God. With his, his, what do you call that thing? Scepter. What do you call that thing he holds? I don't know. I can't believe nobody tried to take I was him surprised, out. really. I, am, I agree with you. All right. Other news. Things happening this weekend. It's December 1st already. Can you believe it? No. It is literally the end of the road. The final two shows tonight and tomorrow night. For what? This legendary band. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. Kiss is all done. Are they? Re- this the is end. it, really? It's the end of Kiss. They say now you gotta you gotta weed through the marketing machine that is Kiss. Mm-hmm. And this may be like completely not true at all, but I mean they've announced this. They, this is the end of the live show. They're not going to do it anymore. Tomorrow night, Madison Square Garden in New York. That's it. I yeah. can see them still like recording and doing something, or and they won't do a residency. So says Paul Stanley. Really? So I don't know. I like but that your kiss shirt. And is that why you wore your kiss shirt today? In honor yeah. of them having so, and, and it was clean. Okay, that helps. Pop so up the last shop. time. 
Yeah, pop-up shops all over New York are happening right now. The MTA, the subway, is issuing 50,000 limited uh, KISS Metro cards, and there's 800 taxis around Manhattan that ha- that are wrapped with KISS stuff. Really? It's a massive promotion. Jeez. Well, give them credit for that. I just, I'm trying to think. I saw yesterday, and, and I can't remember. Let me go do some research. The next band that's going to go, it's like Green Day? Somebody's going to the Sphere in Las Vegas for... No, you know who I saw? I mean, if you say it, I, it was... Fish. That's who it is. Fish. I was like, wow, they're going to be the next one doing a residency? It really surprised me. Them? But you know what it is about Fish years ago? And I'm trying to remember. They played at some bizarre farm oh, yeah. in New Hampshire. And hundreds of thousands of people showed up. It was like a mini Woodstock. And I can remember going, Fish? All the uh, younger Grateful Dead fans... When Grateful Dead went away, when Jerry died, they gravitated towards Fish. Is that what it is? They'll do like these two-hour jam songs, like it's never-ending. Yeah. The people are passionate about that band. They so are. I don't know how long they're going to be there for, but uh, they, they announced them as the next residency. I'm thinking that would be pretty cool, though. Wow. I, I, I thought they'd get somebody bigger. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Taylor Swift hasn't signed up to go there. To be honest with you. Or would the tickets be not affordable? Oh, I know. And, and that's right. the only – it might be cost prohibitive. Speaking of that, great segue. A couple traded their Taylor Swift tickets in <laughs> to, for a wedding. Come on. No. And it was enough to pay for it. Really? That should tell you the tickets are too much money. <laughs> You're not kidding. Look at that. More headlines. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Thousand four hundred and six books have been banned just last year under Ron DeSantis' leadership. Oh, you knew that was coming. Uh, the yeah, book but, ban issue and the b- debate. You knew that was going to come up. Yeah, but DeSantis had a book. I don't know what book it was. Uh, Newsom went on to say, "You don't have one, you know, Dennis Smith book." And and you hear DeSantis go, "Lie." Right. You don't have one. Lie. And then he pulls pull up a book and he says. I would show you this, he goes, but I don't think I can show it to you on TV because I think it's pornographic and you would deem it as such. This is this was an elementary school. Yeah, he was ready for it, and yeah. I think it was a pretty good response. I mean, you would think that this puts that lie, that misinformation to bed because it's like they – they jumped on this so quickly, the Democrats did, to say there's a book ban in Florida. Remember they actually tried to say they were burning books? Yes. That, I, old, I, that old, like, from the 50s? Well, then you got, you know, you got people like a Cher or a, a Pink, you know, jumping on that bandwagon. Pink at her concert here was giving out books. Oh, fell right for it. I was like, right. okay. So here was DeSantis' response. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children. Now, my hope is wow. people would watch this or pay attention. They go, oh, so maybe what I thought about this wasn't true. But I know the reality. I know how people work, and they won't pay attention to it. No, and they're going to say, oh, he's lying. Right. Uh, they went in with the impression that they either like DeSantis or they dislike DeSantis or they like Newsom, or maybe they're sitting on the fence. Newsom, if you went in sitting on the fence, and you, you, I think Newsom won purely because of how he presents himself. He's slick. He's good looking. He dresses well. He speaks well. Although most of the stuff he says are lies. Yeah. But oh if yeah. You, if you don't know Newsom, you don't know that. You look at it and you go, eh, it "Seems like a president." Yeah, I think he won that debate. Yeah, and you're right. It's it's and because you have no idea how ill-informed 95 percent of this nation is, if yeah. not more so. Yeah, it's true, and it's by and design. By the way, I'm convinced yeah. it's by design. You keep oh. dumbing people down with stuff. 
Yeah. And and they're not paying attention to it. You can fool them. Yeah, and, and and a lot of people don't like politics, so they're not going to go do the homework, and they don't care. Right. They're going to say, well, you know, I'm going to vote for him because my neighbor voted for him. I, I It's amazing sometimes when I'll say something to especially like my kids' friends, and, and I call them my kids. My kids are, you know, grown adults. But I'll say something to one of them, and they'll look at me and go, really? Yeah, I I'll know. Go, oh, okay, you didn't know that, huh? And I it know. It shocks me, but that's the general population. And this is politics, too, but it's just so entertaining we have to talk about it. This George Santos guy. Oh, I, you know, I he didn't like him. scene, man. I didn't like him before. I'm like all for this guy keeping his office now uh, he, just uh, because he's so entertaining. He's, I think he's got some mental issues. He's an embattled congressman from the Republican side and uh, blasting a number of people in the federal government. He faces possible expulsion from Congress for all kinds of accusations. But he had a, <laughs> he had a press conference yesterday. Uh, where he blasted the ethics committee himself. There we go. They go ahead and release this this report littered, littered in hyperbole, littered in opinion that would have no decent cop would bring this to a prosecutor or a DA and say, here's our report. Go ahead and charge him. So not only is he, <laughs> he he's fighting the expulsion and he's not going to step down like they asked him to. Not only get this. He's introduced a resolution at the same time to expel the Democrat Jamal Bowman who pulled the fire alarm. Remember, <laughs> man, that that is that is a move. This he's, he's got some. There's no doubt about it. You know, it, it was funny because every time I see this guy, I I I, I at first you got to remember this happened during my surgery, so I didn't even know who he was at first. Right. So last year, I, while I was sitting at home, I was like, "Who is this Santos character?" <laughs> and I started reading about it. What they're trying to say is he used campaign funds to go buy makeup at Sephora, to buy clothes for himself, all on personal stuff that you're not supposed to do. And then so, there was some OnlyFans accusation. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's kind of gross. So anyway, whatever the case may be, but it was interesting because this is going to—they're going to vote at ten thirty this morning to oust him out of Congress. But it's the third vote. He's won the first two. And even the Democrats, one of the Democrats came out yesterday and he said, I don't think it's Congress's place to remove this guy. Right. Why don't we go to where he represents and ask New Yorkers if they want him removed? And I was like, you know what? He makes a very valid point because if if he's loved in his district, why would you get rid of the guy? It, it, it should go back to the state. They put him up that he's a representative of the people in the, the house. So, yeah, it, it's it's somewhere on Long Island. I, I don't know where the, the district lines are, but I, I listened to him yesterday. I was laughing. I was like, I love this guy. Now. <laughs> I'm thinking he's just he's got such chutzpah. I'm like, go for it. The Bowman move. That was just I've never seen anything like that. Because not only am I not resigning, I'm filing a complaint against that guy. <laughs> Got to give him credit. Come on now. Wow. It's, he's, he's uh, you know what, he's pretty brilliant. So he's just pulling a Democratic move. Well, this would be something they would be doing, so right. good for him. Maybe he'll win. We'll find out at 1030 if he actually wins that vote. Yeah, I so, guess so. When they vote either for, I don't think he's going to get ousted. All right. Speaking of entertainment. Yes, dear. You brought up Taylor Swift before. I mean, Tay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. T-Swizzle. Now you're going to call her Tay because that's what her boyfriend calls her. This is how much you. This is how you know that her tickets are too much. Oh dear! A couple has traded their Taylor Swift tickets for a free wedding venue. What? Oh. Equal or more value? How about that? This is crazy. Emily Cloud and her husband own the Vintage Rose Wedding Venue. It's Boise, Idaho. Last November, she posted a, a TikTok 
uh, offering the venue to anybody willing to give her Taylor Swift tickets. She she says, I was joking at first, started thinking about it more. Hundreds of people took them up on it. No. But who won? Uh, Jennifer Bowman and her husband Mike were married at Vintage Rose on October 8th after giving Emily three of their six tickets. Each ticket was worth 300 bucks. We spent about 900 on a $4,500 wedding venue, essentially, they say. How do you like that? Those tickets, that's only face value, though. Yeah. I mean, on the open market, they're worth a lot more than 300 bucks. Wow. But that. That's incredible. That really is. You get own Because, like they said, $4,500 just to rent the place. But here's the thing. How'd they get six tickets? That's a that's a great question, and they still got to go to the show because they had three. It is Boise, Idaho, though. Well, you know, it's not. I, cause, cause I, I know what you mean. We all lived through this. It was like when Diener tried to get his father-in-law and his father shots for COVID. That was what it was like with your kids trying to get Taylor Swift tickets. Oh they had how God. many kids online? Because oh, you had to pre-register so you could actually get in line to buy tickets, which was crazy. Coley had this cabal of friends working on, <laughs> and each of them had like two laptops and iPads working on this. It was like a it was like a boiler room. Are they even? Did they? They didn't go, did they? No. That's terrible. Still struck out. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Poor things. My God. Do they like this uh, Travis Kelsey guy? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, I'm just because they're not the happy biggest. About this. They're the biggest fans. Well, now her, his nickname for her is Tay. So now everyone's calling her Tay. And now I hate it even more. <laughs> Seriously. But I'm telling you, this breakup is coming, and it's going to oh. break the Chiefs in half. It's going to be end of Chiefs kingdom. It's okay. going to happen. Well, okay. Are they playing this weekend? They are, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they're, they're actually, on our list. Aren't they? Oh, they're on our pick list. <laughs> they are. They're playing okay. the Packers. Is what's her name going to be? Well, she's living with them now. She she's at the house, so she's probably going to be there this weekend. I don't feel good about that either. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, <clears throat> we have some uh, new stuff coming out, entertainment stuff, movie wise, to oh. talk about for December. Speaking of entertainment, Daryl Hall. Oh my He's God. like heartbroken, this poor guy. We got to get Hall and Oates back together. We got to do something. We need a Christmas miracle. Oh, dear. That and more highlights or lowlights from the Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis to be from last night. All next, the Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, you know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count (laughs) Gavin's Mm in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. It's a pretty good line. I know everybody's talking talking about the poop map. We'll explain that in a minute. But that was my favorite line. And and Newsom knew it was coming as soon as DeSantis said, I was talking to a fella. (laughs) And he threw his head back and he goes, oh, I know what's coming here. Well, when your own father-in-law bails on your state, yeah, you know, because the odds are, I mean, Gavin Newsom isn't a young guy. I mean, he's not old, but is the? I mean, his his father-in-law has to be seventy-something, right? Probably retired. Well, he's got an interesting story with his family, though, because I guess there are like some, uh, if not. Republicans, conservatives in that family. And he's also been on the record, too, before he did some town council. He was trying to relate to other parents going, you know, and, uh, you know, my kids, too, get a lot of misinformation and all this other stuff. One of his kids was raised a lot by Kimberly Guilfoyle. Remember, he used to be with her. Oh, that's right. So there's that influence of a completely different mindset within his own family. So uh, the father-in-law thing doesn't surprise me. Well, you know what, though? So if Newsom, I didn't even think about that. If Newsom ends up being the candidate, just think all the intel 
that Trump's going to have I because know. of his sons. Right? Are they married yet? Did they get married? I don't know. I don't or are they just so. living in sin? Li- yeah. they, and they live right up the street. So, yeah. oh, that's I. I never I, forget about that. Interesting angle. Boy, is it ever right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was a mic drop moment though for for DeSantis last night. That was pretty good. Plus, it, he said, "Fella, we got to yeah. work that in more." Fella. So I was talking to a fella. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd hear like an, an old <laughs> Bean Crosby film. He's a nice fella. He's a nice fella. Uh, Newsom also got his digs in. Play political games, try to get some news and attention so you can out-Trump Trump. And by the way, how's that going for you, Ron? You're down 41 points in Ouch. your own home state. That's Ooh. pretty devastating yeah, right that there. Was pretty, that was pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, he did, he, he, that was about the one thing he did say that was true. Well, yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, okay, so that worked. But I, 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 I know it's disgusting and we'll just glance over it, but the poop map... That, we have that, to talk about it. That's the one. Like you always say, there's one takeaway line from every debate. This was the one. This is the one that made the most impact. It was crazy. All right. Go ahead. This is it. This is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> there's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces <laughs> that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life. All right, I get it. That's uh, gross. I'm sorry if you're trying to eat your power sandwich right now, but, but that's a pretty impactful line. It was very effective. And almost simultaneously on his webpage for his campaign, they started selling San Francisco must socks. <laughs> They're poop socks. And, and I think it's a $35 donation and uh. you get a pair of socks. Pretty smart. I was like, you know what? He fin- it took him a while, but he finally jumped on the right bandwagon. That sounds like a Trump move. Like, yeah, it remember, does. Remember, uh, I don't even know what year. Was it the 2016 campaign when he had the Trump uh, wrapping paper? <laughs> put, the, put this under your, your, tree. your tree and drive your, your liberal relatives insane. Oh, wow. We got the ornaments. That yeah. did it, too. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Okay, we have to stop this. I know you had other musical stuff to talk about, but we have to bring up this Daryl Hall John Oates breakup because we it's have terrible. to save. We have to save the minstrels. This, this can't is, go on. I mean, this is going to be one of your hallmark Christmas miracle movies. We got to bring these two kids back together. Well, it happened yesterday. They were in court, and uh, Daryl Hall says this is kind of like when you find out your husband's cheating on you or your wife's cheating on oh, and you. Man, were, he said he was totally blindsided and ambushed. When his longtime friend and singing partner, John Oates, tried to sell off his half of their catalog to a company called Primary Wave. Now, in unsealed documents that came out, Hall claimed that Primary Wave had a reputation for misusing copyrights and trademarks. So this is why he – I don't know if he's against Oates actually selling it or selling it to this particular company or both. So he said he was devastated. So yesterday a judge granted Daryl Hall. He put a, a restraining order on him and stopped the sale. He said, you can't do this. I mean, the guys have worked together for 50 years. Yeah. And he said he, he, said he was – he, I thought he was going to cry. I was like, poor guy. He's pretty rough. Yeah, he was really upset. He was like, how could you do this to me? So I, somewhere along – I guess Oates needs the money. I, I, I know Daryl's got you know live at Daryl's house or whatever it's called. Hall versus Oates. I'm like, okay. But it's we got to fix this because they had some great songs together. Diener, they're your favorite group, are they not? Oh yeah, no, I, I celebrate their entire catalog, Jen. I have I have a, a just an unbridled and weird hate for Hall and Oates. You you, you hate Hall and Oates. 
like irrationally and yeah. Justin Herbert. Yes. The quarterback. No real reason behind it. It's just hate. It's just it happened one day. And I, just, I, never, and course, I never look back. You know, our, our other radio station that we all work at, Sunny 107.9, is like the Hall & Oats station. Yeah. yeah a lot, even at Christmas. Yeah. Even at Christmas. They even have Christmas songs. So every time a Hall & Oats song comes out, we blast it just to, just to aggravate people. I can't we're tell horrible. you how many times I wanted to say while we're doing Sunny, I hate Hall & Oats. Welcome, Sunny 107.9. Don't you just hate Hall & Oats? What worst. if you just hate Oats? Maybe <laughs> the next the next live at Daryl's. By the way, they should do a in, new intro. It's like they show the front door. They should have a picture of John Oates. Have you seen this man? Oh no! <laughs> like oh, like in, like Sirius Black and Harry Potter or something. He's wanted. Yeah, that's right. He's like all crazy. <laughs> but now I can so feel kind of bad because he's like heartbroken. So is yeah. is like Oates the equivalent of like Loggins and Messina? Is he the Messina? No, they, those were both big writers. Oh really? You know, you know what the equivalent is? Andrew Ridgely from Wham. That, oh, that's, okay. that's what he's like. All right. Wow. The, listen, bonus points for the day. He's, go the, to Bill. Co- he's the cop. Yeah, but here's the difference, though. Andrew Ridgely, they did that Wham documentary. Andrew Ridgely is, is through the whole thing, and he said, I knew from the beginning that it was Michael, you know, it wasn't me. It, it was it, it was George Michael, he oh, said. Yeah. And I knew eventually he was going to go out on his own and this was going to oh. be a fun ride. So just ride and take the money. And that's about what he did. I exactly. mean, but he doesn't have any hate or any animosity. Yeah. I think Oates is a little, he's a little peeved because <laughs> Daryl's doing really well. What about oh. the... What about the guy who was the uh, sidekick, the co-host of Ryan Seacrest on American Idol? Oh, that guy. Dinkledorf or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Yeah, Dinkle. Dinkle. Yeah, yeah. Was him? Yeah, he's not. When was the last time you heard about him? Oh no. Or <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. When have we heard from Garfunkel? I'm not ragging on Garfunkel, no, but, but you're right. It's Paul Simon wrote all that stuff. Yeah, you know, But our so. Garfunkel, he was all the harmonies on that. Yeah, he had John Oates. Yeah. Yeah. No, he played the guitar. Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe the closest comp is Brooks and Dunn. Okay. Really? Oh, no. Because uh, Kicks Brooks. Mm. Yeah, that's actually really? a pretty good comparison. Not a lot there. I, I don't yeah. know a lot about Brooks and Dunn. So. Yeah. You yeah. know a lot really? about Ronnie Dunn. Kicks Brooks. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, either way. Go you know, You know, the, the sad part is they start <laughs> off as a duo, and they're, they're very good as a duo. You know, John like the, Oates is kind of like the shimp of Hall and Oates. Oh, oh God, you're terrible. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of this. Oh, we got picks next. Yeah. We got Friday football picks taking over rapid fire coming up next. Follow along with us as we lose to Jen by 30, 40 points. No, you had a 5-0 and last week. Come no on. More. And by the way, in these this commercial break, no questions. You're not allowed to ask anything. Do your own damn research when this far ahead. <laughs> Don't ask Dinner anything. you loser. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's a preview of that fun coming Let's up next. The Cell Photo Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Friday, everybody. And December. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. That means we're late in the season, too. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill, and this is normally when we do rapid fire. On Fridays, it gets overtaken by Friday football picks. Yep. On, on week, what is it? This is week 14. We're Whoa. almost done. Thank God. <laughs> and then we go on to college basketball picks. That's no, right. No, we're not. No, we're not. Get oh, ready for geez, Pacific thank you. against St. Joe's. Oh, no. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, I quit. I'm not doing Saint this anymore. St. Oh, my God. All right, you ready to light this rocket? <laughs> Let's do Let's it. Let's go. 180. What's up? It's our Friday football picks on the South Florida Morning Show. Oh. Your results will definitely vary. Yeah. <laughs> 
Goodness gracious. Can you guys believe this? Like you said, Bill, December, it's week 14. It's insane. This is the final time we're going to do college football, unless we do towards the bowl games or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Are you trying to look at Bill's picks right now, Jim? Yeah, because I want to see when he's going to complain. Oh, no. Why are you trying to copy out. against the guy in last place? I am not copying you by any stretch of the imagination, but I think we got the same oh, See, this is what happens. <laughs> This is what happens. Well, we'll get right no, to it don't. then. Jen, this is why Bill's frustrated because Jen is 44 and 21 on the season. Oh. And Bill's 36 and 29. Oh. Now, the real competition <laughs> here is between Bill and I because I'm 37 and 28. That's right. It's a yeah, race for the wild card. You could beat me yeah. feasibly. Yeah, yeah you could. Yeah. We're just trying to slip into the, the playoffs at this point. Just trying to sneak in there. So, game number one, Jen, this week we're going back to normal. We, you know, last week we went kind of re- reverse because of Ohio State, Michigan. But we started college. Just a massive, massive weekend in college football. The playoffs are going to be decided who's going to go. And this one is tonight. Oregon against Washington in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 champion. The final Pac-12 championship game, by the way. That's right. They're disbanding after this year. Friday Night Lights. That's it. So, Jen, who's going to win the Pac-12 championship and go on to the playoffs? Is it Oregon or Washington? Well, the Ducks have yet to disappoint me with their horrific green uniforms mm. that they wear. I'm taking the slimy green frogs and going with Oregon. Wow. I didn't expect that. No? I'm going I with Oregon, too. Really? Because Bo Nix, oh, he's, he's oh, old guy. who is a 36-year-old <laughs> college <Right>. sophomore, <laughs> He's not really. I think the kid's only 23, but it just seems like he's been playing forever. He's on a, a running joke. But hey, what if this becomes really a Heisman preview sh- game? Because uh, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington is on the other sideline. That's a great point. Yeah. So a lot on the line. The coaches are going to want to highlight both of them because it's big for the programs to get a Heisman Trophy winner. Right. They're going to let them throw it a lot, both of them. I'm still going with Oregon. It's a great point. This This game tonight... Is incredibly huge for all those reasons. You have two of the top Heisman candidates, like exactly. you said. You have two guys who might be, you know, top draft picks in quarterbacks. Yeah. And number five Oregon, number three Washington. They played a classic earlier in the season where mm-hmm. Washington ended up winning. Yeah, so this is a revenge game, right? I agree with you guys. I think Oregon gets the revenge. Really? I'm shocked. I thought you guys were going to pick Washington. And Washington falls out of the playoff, and Oregon wins the back 12 championship. We'll see. We'll see if we're right. I can't wait to watch this tonight. They're going to let them throw it, though. Yeah. You know that. It's not going to be two running games because they're both Heisman candidates. They That's right. Show, they want to show off their quarterbacks. You're right. It matters in college. 100%. This is like your final showcase yeah. game before it. Well, then the next one, and this is just a media of the behemoths every single year in the SEC. Number one, Georgia. 12-0 on the season, looking for their third straight championship, which hasn't been done since, like, the 30s, by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Against Alabama, 11-1, only one loss on the season, which was to Texas. Championship game in Atlanta tomorrow. Jen, who do you got? Last time I picked Alabama, they screwed me. I'm really? going with Georgia. Yeah, oh. I picked them once this year. They lost. Oh, I guess that was against Texas. That was it. <laughs> That's done. So, Georgia. I don't think anybody's going to beat Georgia. I think they're going to win the entire thing. Really? Yeah. Historic. Only one team can beat Georgia. Oh, oh he went Alabama. We the resurgent and what's a very strange and very impressive season by Alabama. It's like a different team than what you saw earlier in the year. And they've got all the elements coming back, reforming. They they developed a lot of younger kids. They've got the highlight throw of the year so far. The mill throw that's, last week. That's right. Oh, that's last right. second win. Fourth and 31. And it's the most out, entertaining outcome that could happen. 
All of a sudden, Georgia gets upset by Alabama. So I'm picking. I'm picking the Tide. I am a hundred percent with you, Mister Adams. Ah, you're all, all going down. <laughs> I totally agree with everything you just said. They got. They got momentum. They do. Something's happening yeah. there. Yes. Nick Saban has figured something out. Do you remember earlier yeah, in the he season? Wants to keep his job. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I, think, I think he's safe. You would think so, anyway. You think? Remember earlier in the season, Alabama was. Trying to find out what they're going to do with quarterback. They almost lost to South Florida in Tampa. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden after that, they it just clicked for whatever reason. And this kid, Jalen Milrow, the mill throw, like you said, the quarterback there, he's playing out of his mind. I think they get the upset win over Georgia. Couldn't you just see it happening? I, I really do. I think they have, that, again, that strange sense that the momentum has shifted. And Alabama's at home, right? It's a neutral site. Neutral it's site, but Atlanta. still. Okay. Well, so, yeah, yeah, but inside. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I mean, you know what? If it's in Atlanta, there's going to be more Bulldog fans there. It's probably going to be close to half and half, okay, but you're huh? right. If anybody would probably have an advantage, it would probably be Georgia, but Alabama travels so well. They do. It's I might be actually one. get a Bulldog if Georgia wins. Oh, okay. You don't need any more dogs. <laughs> The, How about that? You want the great day? And I How about that? She's she's like she's grown twenty pounds in like two oh weeks. God. This dog's gonna be massive. So these great college games this week, and that's at four o'clock tomorrow. But on to the NFL, the 49ers and the Eagles, a rematch of the NFC Championship game last year. Ooh. Except this one is gonna have the 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. He got injured in. The, I think it was like the first play last year in that NC See, title game. See, this is stuff you leave out and don't tell He's me. He's playing. Good. You I don't just, need to know this. It's a storyline. He's playing. It's fine. They I know, everybody. because you two knew this crap before I did, and I had no idea. <laughs> so that sounds like unfair. Pick the Eagles. It's the 10-1 and one Eagles, by the way, at home. Are you taking the Eagles, Jen? No, I went with the 49ers. <laughs> I still think I still like him because of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm he's, sorry, he's the ghost of Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> he's like on the bench. He's, he's, he doesn't he's, even play. He's anymore, playing a but... slot machine at at Caesars, and you're like, because of Jimmy, he's a backup in Vegas. <laughs> oh shush! And yet Jen's in first place. Oh, here we are. Uh, I'm going with the Niners. I like it. Eagles last. Second win again over the Bills last week. Remember yeah. that big emotional win? I don't know. I yeah. could just see the Niners pulling this off, and maybe I'm just hoping it gets hope. I don't know. I'm going with them. I think so, too. Yeah. Another really? separator game with uh, with us and Jen. This is big. Even though I th- I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, but I think they lose this game. I could see that. There's just Yeah, I feel like the 49ers are going to want some type of revenge. Brock Purdy's maybe taking this one personally right. since he didn't get to play against them last year. I do. I, the Eagles have been kind of – they find a way to win. But they've been kind of skating on thin ice lately in some of these games. So I think the 49ers get it done on the road in Philly. Could I see like it. that. So we all picked the same team. No, you have the, you have the 49ers. So oh, I thought you picked the Eagles. Gosh darn it. I was excited. I thought we had a separator. No separators. Fine. On to the next one. <laughs> well, you got one with Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. You both picked the loser. Oh, great. We can gain one game on you. Great. <laughs> I have a feeling this might be a separator, though. The Chiefs. Our six-point favorite, Sunday night at Lambeau. This is the first time ever Patrick Mahomes has played at Lambeau Field, by the way. How did that happen? Really? Yeah. Wow. Weird, right? See, another fact I should have known. Light snow in the forecast at Lambeau Field for Sunday night. Kansas City. They're used to snow. So that's true. Do the Chiefs get a big win on the road, Jen? Or do the Packers stay the Tay-Tay's sleeping at Kelsey's house this Uh week. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs. Okay. That's I don't fair. want the Chiefs. Oh, oh uh, I just, the Packers are looking better. They're not there yet. The Chiefs are still good, even though 
Even though uh, Taylor you, Swift's going to screw up that team. <laughs> plus, did you expect their like receivers to suffer so much? I mean, it's like that. That's odd for Kansas City these days. Yeah, it's true. They got troubles, but they got Patrick Mahomes and going with the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense has been the underrated part of their team. I know it's holding them together. It really is. They're very good. When it was always the weak part before, right? Exactly. And now it's kind of like reverse. I mean, they can score the ball, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes. But I just there's something telling me that. Lambeau Field Magic is going to take over on Sunday night. I'm going with the Packers in the upset. Also kind of hoping the Chiefs lose as a Dolphins fan with the same record and everything. They beat the Dolphins. Right. So I'm I'm going with the Packers. I just, I don't know. There's just something about the mystique there. I think they get it done. Uh, or the Chiefs are just Peter's too good to win. Been packing his bags. <laughs> I, I probably like, will. Go to third That's place. That's a big separator. <laughs> I could go to last place with that. That'd be a massive win for Green Bay if they take it. Really would. So looking forward to that one Sunday night. And then finally, real quick in the wild card games, you have Louisville against FSU in the ACC title game. FSU, of course, with the back of a quarterback. Can they get it done and make the playoff and win that game? Michigan, a 22-point favorite in the Big Ten title game against Iowa. The Dolphins, a 9-point favorite at Washington on Sunday. And the Lions coming off their Thanksgiving Day loss at home, a four-point favorite on the road against the Saints. Where are you going, Jen? Write the day down. This will be the first time in history that I willingly take Michigan to uh, beat somebody. I'm, le- I'm leaving. No. Oh, no. Specifically pick that because she never picks Michigan. Oh, no. I- I'm, I'm out. I can't do this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After they beat my Buckeyes, I was like, okay. You can't make this I stuff sh- up. I, I swear. I, that, yeah, I, well, I'm writing I, the date down, all right. And I, <laughs> it was the end of the Friday football picks. <laughs> the day Bill killed me. Uh, hey, I'm taking Michigan. I, they're not going to They're not going to lose to Iowa, are they? Come no, on. No. Right, Iowa I'm has a Michigan. really good defense. A really good defense. But, I, yeah, Michigan's going to win. <laughs> and Harbaugh's back, by the way. That's right. He's back in the sideline. So maybe he holds them back. <laughs> maybe he's the problem. Fire Harbaugh. Now I'm going with the uh, Wolverines. You would think I'm, I'm taking, sorry, Bill. You would think I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> but I'm taking tr- Washington. I tricked you guys. No, not oh. taking Washington. The Lions. I think the Lions bounce back on the road against a kind of iffy Saints team. They've been they good. They've win. won like their past six games. Have they not the Lions? Uh, well, they lost to Thanksgiving. There it was go. an upset. Against the go. Packers, actually. So we'll see how it all turns out. This will be on the Morning Show blog. Follow along. See if I fall even deeper down a hole. See how it goes this weekend. It's not like I follow you. you. I fill it out 10 minutes before you do. You, you know do what? it 10 seconds before we go on the air, and you still get ticked off New at me. New rule next week. I want the ability to alter my pick after I hear Jen's. I like it. I no! Mean, <laughs> anyway. All right, we're going to wrap up uh, the week, actually. Coming up next, we'll have some entertainment stuff for you, too. Uh, maybe some headlines. It's all coming up next, the self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to December, the South Florida Morning Show. Thanks as always. We always like to say it for hanging out with us. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. We got a little lot. Uh, we got a little project that has finally seen the light of day as of midnight uh, today. Uh, we all got together, and believe it or not, <laughs> yeah, we wrote a Christmas story. Now you know what, and and, and let's credit where credit is due. Bill came up basically with the storyboard for this. It is called The yeah, Great but, Christmas Mix-Up. Yeah, but we had all kinds of... You yeah. talk about a group effort. Everybody wrote it, and our production guy, Mick, did a phenomenal oh my job. Oh, God, yeah. It's, it's, it, it was the entire Sunny staff did this. Phenomenal, because that's the Christmas station. But it's available to everybody, especially if you got little kids. The biggest test of all, because episode one is out there. We'll tell you the plot in a second. The biggest test of all is the little kid test. Jen, as you know, has a granddaughter, Nora, who apparently the reaction was? Oh, she, she her first comment was, 
the real Santa Claus was with you? <laughs> and, and, and the elves were there too? That's right. I was like, yeah. I said, you know, they were in the radio station because there's this, this problem at the North Pole. We have to help them fix it. And, and when it ended, it, it's five minutes long. It'll take, and your, your kids will love it. You'll love it. But at the end of it, she went, well, what happens? I said, well, you're going to have to wait till next week. I said, I heard Santa and the elves are coming back. A cliffhanger. So it's it's basically a story of two mischievous little elves named Ralphie and Malfi. Right. Who totally mess up in the elf workshop. They mess up the naughty nice list. So and it gets switched around. So which is complete chaos and they have to try to fix it. So that's the, that's the crux of the story and where they go from here. Episode one is out now. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find them everywhere. There's a link on uh, – is it on the FTL? 850WFTL.com yet? It's, it's on the sunny one. It's not on the website, but I'll share it on the 850 Facebook. Yeah, put it on there. Yeah, and I can share it. Uh, it's a fun listen. It's it, episode it one. It's going to be four in total. We're, we're going to release one every single Friday. So yeah. episode two will be out next week, but in the meantime, you can, you can hear one. Yeah, what was cool about it, we got everybody in the building. All, yeah. all the other radio station morning shows and afternoon shows and all the salespeople and marketing people are yeah. involved. So it was a group effort, and, uh, but Mick did a bang-up job at oh, producing this thing. So thank you, Mick. And thank you, guys. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're out of here. We'll be back Monday morning at 6 o'clock. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.